you are listening to the Fairy Pod Mothers. I'm Stephanie, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Rachel and Amber. Happy New Year, ladies. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. I have set zero uh, resolutions for this year. Um, I'm just going to try to make it through, like, 20 and 21. <laughs> Does it kind of feel like a continuation of 21? Uh, of 20, honestly. <laughs> yeah. My students for their assignment today wrote breakup letters to 2021. That's cute. I yeah. like that. They're fun to read. What was your favorite? Any standouts? My favorite was this one quiet boy, like he never says a word, but he ended his with, um, I would like to say it's me and not you, but it's you. <laughs> <laughs> definitely you. And these are seventh graders? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's cute. One kid was like, I thought you were going to be better within 2020, but then you came in with all the anti-vaxxers and anti-maskers and I'm like, okay, we're going there. Okay, <laughs> oh no. Spilling tea in his breakup letter. <laughs> exactly. That could be therapeutic to get that kind of stuff off your chest, I guess. Uh, you, you might have inspired me. I, I think I might be doing something after we record. You don't need a resolution, Stephanie. You can write your breakup letter. Exactly. I started class by playing some Taylor Swift. We are never, ever, ever getting back together. <laughs> That's really cute. All right. So, Rachel, you just got back from quite the uh, California dreaming trip. So um, tonight we're just going to do a little overview and hear all about it, really. Um, so do you want to give us just like a... And what was your itinerary for the week? Or it was a couple weeks, wasn't it? It was 12 days. So we've gone out there a couple of times and I like to make the, the trips out there longer than we would maybe Florida, just because number one, it's a longer flight from where we live. It's about five hours and it's also got so much to do. So I made it a 12 day trip and we did um, four nights in Palm Springs um, Joshua tree was tacked onto that because it's super close to Palm Springs, uh, four nights in Disneyland over Christmas time. And then a couple nights in Laguna beach. Were and you there for new year's as well? We weren't. So we were there, um, through the 28th. Okay. And we were at Christmas, um, at Disneyland from the 22nd to the 25th. So on Christmas Eve in day. Okay. I'll just start by saying, looking at your pictures that you posted while you were there, I definitely had vacation envy the whole time. <laughs> they I, were beautiful. Say, I was not having super high expectations for Palm Springs. It was just kind of like, okay, it's closer. It's like two hour drive within Disneyland. And it blew me away. We really ended up loving it and loving Joshua Tree, which it wouldn't be like the first national park on my list to visit. You know, I'd probably go for like Yosemite or, or the Tetons or something like that, but it was really, really cool. So if you're going to be in Southern California, it's a great thing to tack onto a Disneyland trip. Awesome. But anyways, we were at Disneyland, um, the four nights and we stayed at the Disneyland hotel, which was kind of a dream of mine to stay there. I love that hotel so much. Um, if you're not familiar with it, it's definitely like old school Disney feel has that mid-century modern vibe to it. 
And we also had four day hopper tickets with the Genie Plus. So I got to experience Genie Plus. And as I said, we were there over the holidays. Did you do anything special um, for Christmas Day? We did. So we ended up booking my favorite restaurant. Um, if, if you're not familiar, Disneyland has two parks. They have Disneyland. I know you ladies are familiar, but our listeners might not be. They have Disneyland and they have California Adventure. And they literally sit right across from each other, kind of like how the gates are for Universal. They're very close and you can just walk between the two. Uh So for Christmas day, we went to California adventure and we had booked dining at my favorite restaurant called lamplight lounge. It's the Pixar themed restaurant that's out there. And it sits right on the water overlooking the California adventure park. You can see Pixar pier and the big Ferris wheel. That's kind of like the icon there. And it overlooks the Incredicoaster and they have these really neat tables. They're like fire tables so that you can stay warm if it's cooler out and it's a covered patio. So we had dinner out there and it was just really, really pretty and and relaxing. That was like our special thing. It rained a lot. Um, That was one thing that I will say about Disneyland in December. Every other time we've gone has been in the fall and the weather is bone dry, which I love. It rained quite a lot in December and it's pretty common for it to rain in December. So I would say if you're thinking about Disneyland, if you don't like the rain, I don't know if I would go during that period. That's odd because I I thought it didn't rain in Southern California at all. (laughs) Right? Like the song says. (laughs) Never have I been in it rained, but it rained this time quite quite a bit. So comparing Disneyland to Disney World what are some of your favorite things out there what do you prefer sure so Disneyland and Disney World have a lot of duplicate rides because you know Disney World basically copied what land had and and made it their own but I will say that I personally like almost every ride at Disneyland better um ones that this would include would be Pirates it's a much longer It goes through a restaurant. It has some surprises that the other um, park doesn't have. So I really like like Pirates a lot in Disneyland. Haunted Mansion, I love. They have the Jack Skellington overlay on it, the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. And that is just so fun if you're a Nightmare Before Christmas fan. I also think the house is prettier. Um, The mansion is prettier in land. Space Mountain, I like the seats better. It's not the seats where you're like low and um, single file. You're sitting next to each other, more like a standard roller coaster. Uh-huh. Um, Big Thunder Mountain is a bit longer. A lot of it's in the shade. There's a part where dynamite explodes and you're kind of in this cave and you're getting nervous because you can see that that's about to happen. So that's really fun. And then Teacups is really pretty because it's outside. And I think everybody's seen the pictures of Small World, especially at Christmas. It's magical so does does Disneyland have a um, splash mountain they do and it's the same I did not ride it because I didn't want to get wetter than I already was (laughs) (laughs) it was only about 50 degrees out and I just wasn't liking that yeah that's definitely fair yeah I they look pretty similar from the exterior but I mean it could be different on the inside I don't know Some other things about Disneyland that I really like that are unique 
they have the Davy Crockett canoes where you're actually paddling canoes um, around this island area that they have. And it reminds me of Jungle Cruise a little bit, how the people that are guiding you make jokes and it's very corny and it's it's a fun, it's like Jungle Cruise-esque. Mm. Um, they have Alice in Wonderland, which is a dark ride. They have Indiana Jones, which is like dinosaur, but Indiana Jones themed and not as jarring or dark. And then they also have one of my favorites, the Matterhorn Bobsled, which is a Disneyland original. Those are definitely all on my list. I've not been out there yet. Um, 2022 is not the year we're going to go. Um, maybe in 2023, I guess we'll see. Um, so did you get to see any of the new stuff? And what did. did you think about it? Yeah, so we made it to obviously California Adventure, which has, you know, Pixar Pier, Cars Land, Grizzly Peak, and of course, Avengers Campus. And I was pretty blown away by Avengers Campus. I will say I was at first look, I was like, "Eh, it's okay. They've got like the building and they've got the car and Web Slingers looks okay. You know, from just looking at it, it doesn't look anything crazy impressive because there's prettier lands like Cars Land is much prettier to look at and feels more immersive but the amount of characters and interactions that you have with the different um avengers that show up is crazy i mean we saw no less than eight or nine characters while we were there and they're very interactive loki doctor strange um black panther the ladies from Black Panther, the Wakanda, you know, soldiers. Um, I forget what they're called. So Dora Milaje. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, Black Widow, uh, Captain America, and so they're just walking around talking to people. They go up on their tower often and will interact from people up there. And then Doctor Strange has a show. And Gamora shows up at that show. And then the the Wakanda, I can't remember, Stephanie, what you call them. Dora Milaje. There you go. They have a show. So there's lots of ways and chances to kind of happen upon them and see them, um, which I thought was just really fun and different. It reminded me of how Star Wars could be if it were more interactive, like when maybe when it first opened where you'd like Chewie might just be walking by you. Uh-huh. Or bump into a stormtrooper. It felt more like that, but so many characters. That's cool. I wish World would do more of that. I know. I, I saw a TikTok today that was a little girl going up and talking to the Dora Milaje, which is why, like, that was like forefront in my mind. And it was just so neat because in the comments, they had three or four different. Um, news organizations asking if they could use the video oh that's like cute. good morning america and a couple other like morning shows so i thought that was really fun it was it was a very sweet video i saw that one today too stephanie someone sent it to me yeah it's really really cute and the guardians of the galaxy mission breakout is a lot of fun i'm probably gonna make people mad by saying this but i like it better than tower of terror stephanie i know you're a big um <laughs> Twilight Zone fan, but like I don't care about Twilight Zone that much. Sorry. Uh, I like Rocket. He's cute. He's part of the mission breakout. So and 
it feels longer. It feels like a longer ride the way they have it structured there. It's probably a little bit easier for current guests to understand what's going on. I, I do think that some of the Twilight Zone is lost on the younger guests. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like my kids definitely got into the Guardians version more than the other. And then the Web Slingers. Okay, I thought it was really cute. I don't think it's their best ride. Um, but I'm pretty picky about rides. Like I think Radiator Springs Racers is a, is a more fun and immersive ride in California adventure, but I thought it was really cute and fun. You're basically working with Spider-Man to catch all these spiders that got loose in the lab. And it's very interactive. If you've seen the videos of it, you're like, what kind of ride vehicle in are you in, in web slingers? It's not like anything that they have right now. It's kind of like a long um, contraption that you all sit in long ways, like a long row. And there's just like four of you. And then the whole front of it's open so that you can be slinging your webs at whatever's happening. So it's you def- actually sling webs, like you have um, some kind of like a gun or something that you should No, you, you just make the motions and then it, it virtually oh. slings it onto the 3D screen. That's cool. It reminds you me. You can to- buy something. There, there, there is like, um, like a little piece of almost like a costume type. I can't think of the word, but you can buy a toy that works with the ride, and and it's supposed to be better. You're supposed to have like better accuracy, and it shows up better or something. So I there's been a lot of I complaints about that. I was going to say, I would never see the need for that. I thought it was perfectly fine without it. And it reminded me a lot of Toy Story Midway Mania, how you're trying to score, yeah, you know, aim. And, and I like that kind of a ride. And the whole family really thought that was fun. My son, who's nine, thought it was amazing. So I have heard some negative thoughts about Avengers Campus in general, <laughs> Um, but I think that the that the sources of these negative opinions, they're more rides type people. And mm-hmm. I don't think they appreciate the entertainment value of it. Some of the videos that I've seen are really, really cool. Like that's one of the things that I'm excited to see when we do finally get out there. The Spider-Man um robot I guess you could call him because that's what Mm -hmm. it is that does the flipping over the building is pretty amazing and the Doctor Strange show is just really cute and funny wait that's not an actor they he starts as an actor like the guy that comes out and starts the show is a live actor but then when he gets to the point where he climbs up and he does the flipping that part it's a um it's a robot animatronic yeah wow Look at my Instagram if you get a chance. I put a video of it. Okay. Did you try um, Dr. Pim's, the the restaurant? We did. Um, It would probably be better for non-vegetarians. The vegetarian option was pasta with veggie meatballs, which is fine, but I wasn't like blown away by it. But maybe someone who has, you know, more options would find something they like better. Okay. Yeah, I think it's worth a shot. Um, 
But again, I like uh, other places in that park to eat already. So I feel like I yeah. was kind of like, oh, I guess we'll eat here, but I kind of want to eat at these other places. Did you and have to do reservations like at Disney World, how you have to do 60 days ahead? Was there, how's that set up at Disneyland? It opens 60 days ahead, but I would say you don't have to be sitting online 60 days out to get them. Um, like I did that just because I knew we were going, but it, but I've had clients before go like 30 days out and mm-hmm. we can get them most everything, maybe not like lamplight because that one is pretty popular, but most everything else. Okay. And do they have their restaurants classified the same way with table service and quick service? Yep. Okay. That all translates. Yeah. And the one thing I do like about Disneyland, especially in COVID times is almost every restaurant has outdoor seating. So mm-hmm. like we ate outside probably 85% of the time. And it was also covered. A lot of it had heaters. So it was just really easy to be outside if that's what you were more comfortable with. Yeah. That's um, nice. Or, if, or if you just like to be outside, like usually when we go there, we eat outside because the weather's gorgeous. So not even COVID. We just, it's really nice atmosphere. Sounds like a lot of fun. Um, any other tips for anyone who might be thinking about um, doing a Disneyland trip? Yeah. So kind of piggybacking off of what Amber said, Disneyland is a lot less complicated in my opinion to plan. You don't have to be sitting on your computer at 6 a.m., 60 days out to get a restaurant reservation. Um, it's definitely more laid back. Um, I would recommend that you fly into John Wayne airport and not LAX. I know we made that mistake the first time we went out there. LAX is kind of a nightmare. So John Wayne's a closer airport to Disneyland. It's the closest. It's also much smaller. So it's easier to navigate and understand what's going on. Uh, weather-wise, I already mentioned this. I like fall or late spring, early summer so that you don't have to get rained on and, you know, deal with all of that. I know that many people stay off property at Disneyland. They have about 50 good neighbors, but I personally prefer on property if your budget allows for it. Um, I personally like the bubble just like I do at world. And I will say that while it's negative, I I feel compelled to tell everybody there are a lot of homeless people around Anaheim. And so when you stay off property and you're walking from a, you know, non-Disney hotel to Disneyland, you may encounter some of that, which some people may be fine. Maybe they're used to that where they live. Um, but it's just good to be aware. It is. Yeah. You kind of know what you're getting into. Did you guys rent a car or Uber everywhere? How did you get around? We definitely rented a car because we were going between all the the different cities and places. So Mm -hmm. we needed to have the car. If you were just- parking was okay everywhere you went? I was going to say, if you were just going to Disneyland, you could probably just Uber and never need the car because everything's so close and it's so small. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to make a trip out of it and visit some other destinations, I would go ahead and rent a car. Do they have a version of, I don't know what they call it, Disney Springs or Downtown Disney? They do. They have Downtown Disney and you basically walk through Downtown Disney on your way to the parks every time you go. Lots of food options, shopping. So kind of like Universal again. Yes. With City Walk being right there with the parks. It's very much reminds me of Universal, how the, the main resorts are right nearby. You can walk. It's 10 minutes. 
there's a down, there's a city walk or a downtown Disney, and then there's the parks right by each other. That's really convenient. Yeah. Um, a couple more tips. I think three or four days is perfect. I like four because I want to do every single thing out there since we don't get to go as often. Um, I think a hopper is totally worth it since they're so close to each other. You can just bounce back and forth really easily. I like the food better out there. It's a little fresher, a little healthier. Some of the quick service options are better. Sit down, I probably like world better. There's more good dining for uh-huh. sit down and signatures and things like that. Um, and then I also love that you can pair it with other destinations. We've paired it with like San Diego, um, Santa Barbara, San Francisco. One time we did the highway one all the way down the coast of California. And that was pretty wild, but also fun. Um, so there's lots of things you can combine it with. And then I guess I can't recommend it enough. If you're a fan of Walt Disney world, I think you should go. Did you use, um, genie or genie plus in Disneyland? We did. We bought it for all four days. We were there and, and we also you- used the individual lightning lane. Okay. Did you, um, do you think that helped, especially being there Christmas time? It 100% did. And I would say only maybe 10% of people bought it. Oh, wow. It was very small. Like it didn't seem like many people were buying it. So it actually helped a lot. Now I will say January 3rd and 4th, I saw people posting pictures at Disneyland where the lines looked the same for Genie Plus as they did the standby, but it was not like that when we were there. So I don't know if it's hit or miss, but when we did it, it was great. Is the Disneyland Galaxy's Edge basically identical to Worlds? Exactly the same. So I'm guessing, did you kind of either skip that or just do it really quickly since you know it's, you have the same thing in Florida? We paid for that and Radiator Springs and Web Slingers to do the individual okay. because I just wanted to experience it and see if it was different and get, be able to give advice. Um, I wouldn't do it again just because we do it in world. Right. But I absolutely would recommend an individual selection for Web Slingers and Radiator Springs. The line for Radiator Springs was over two hours most days we were there. And then Web Slingers was the same. And Web Slingers still uses the virtual queue system that, um, you know, Remy was using or is getting rid of, I guess, now. Yeah, we, listeners, we just got that news today that Remy is going from a virtual queue to a normal standby. They'll still have the individual lightning lane that you can purchase, but they no longer have the virtual one that you have to get up for at 7 a.m., to reserve. So that's nice. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's all my, my tips, but you know, California adventure is a completely unique park to anything that we have in Florida. So that alone, I think if you're a Disney fan, you're going to just get a really big kick out of it. And there are so many neat attractions there to, to take advantage of. Have you looked at that Southern California adventures by Disney itinerary? I haven't. Oh, it looks nice. It includes Disneyland. I think it includes a VIP tour at Disneyland. Um, So it looks really nice. If I win the lottery, I'm definitely going on that trip. 
that's probably one of their more reasonable ones by their standards, right? Like pricing wise. <laughs> yeah, it is just because it's one of the few US based ones. So a lot of the other ones that are out of the country are more. So yeah, if you want to do Disneyland and you want to do it right, I mean, definitely look into it and see what the pricing's like and see if it's something that you want to swing for your family. Are you doing the agency trip there in November or whenever, Rachel? I am, yeah. I think September, which hopefully will be dry and sunny. <laughs> Are you guys going to do it? Um, I decided not to. Um, I really want to go with the family. Mm -hmm. um, so I think I'm going to save it for that. Um, I'll probably do the one in World instead. I was going to say, it'd be sad to be there without them for the first time. I, I think that would be Yeah, I've been special. to Disneyland, but it's been about 20 years since I've been. So what I, the, the few things I do remember are probably changed by now. So it's like going again for the first time when I do go. Yeah. Y'all know the way my work schedule is. I can't even get sick this year. I have two week-long vacations and I'm no. in a midweek wedding, I literally cannot get sick this year. I don't have any more days. You've got a cruise coming up, right? Yeah, we are going on a um, DCL. Um, I think it's Eastern Caribbean. Um, it goes to Castaway Key. That's really all I care about. And it's on the fantasy. I am not so sadly canceling our wish cruise and we're going to go to Disney World instead in August. I just, um, I can't justify four nights on a cruise ship when I could do seven nights in the parks. Oh, see, I'm the opposite. I would rather do four nights on the ship. <laughs> well, with my limited time off, I, you know, and budget wise, I just, I would rather use the week um, in the parks and. Yeah, it's gonna... one of those things that you see people debating on social media, like, you can only pick one. What uh -huh. do you do? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, Stephanie, hopefully by the time you go in August, like Tron will be ready to go, right? Maybe Guardians of the Galaxy ride. I don't know. Those things should be coming online. I heard later 2022, but what does that mean? I don't know what later. Means. Later. Yeah. Late that, December. That gives them, <laughs> I give them until December 31st. <laughs> we right. know how Disney works. <laughs> <laughs> Well, fingers crossed sooner for you. <laughs> uh, Rachel, any final thoughts? I don't think so, but I have a Disneyland related trivia question. Go ahead. Okay. So the Matterhorn at Disneyland is like Expedition Everest at Animal Kingdom in that the Yeti lives inside both of the mountains. So trivia question is, what is the name of the Yeti inside of Matterhorn? Hmm. And then bonus, if you're feeling spicy, what is the name of the Yeti inside of Everest? This one floors me. I did not know this and I have, I'm questioning <laughs> everything now. <laughs> the Everest one I love, I thought it was hilarious. So that has to be a Joe Rody thing. Okay. I just saw the answer. I, I didn't see the answer posted before on our little Zoom share. And I was close, I was kind of close in my head. I don't want to give okay. anything away. 
I'm going to post it on social media and see what people think. Hopefully nobody uses Google because I want to see what names people come up with. No cheating. Yeah, this 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 one's really fun. It's uh, very timely too for this week. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> okay, so talk about that, Amber. Tell our listeners. Yeah. Well, wait, we should save that for next week when we uh, give the answer. Okay, but but isn't Everest shutting down for a bit? Yeah, soon. I don't know exactly when they're going to be doing some refurb. Oh, I thought we meant timely because of the name. No, yeah. no, no. It, it is, <laughs> Stephanie. We'll explain it. Rachel, I'll explain to you when we stop recording. Okay, okay. Maybe I'm missing something here. I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil Don't give it away. The yeah. Yet. Okay. All right, well, I'll go ahead and close it up. Uh, thank you for listening to the Fairy Pod Mothers. We are happy to be your one-stop shop for talk and tips for Disney, Universal, and beyond. Please join us on Facebook and Instagram to keep the conversation going. Amber, Rachel, and Stephanie are travel professionals with Main Street and More Travel, a no-fee Disney earmarked agency. Please reach out to us on Facebook for a free quote. Please rate, review, and tell your friends, and we'll see you real soon. Bye. Bye, ladies.